Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. It's time for another episode of the Rock News Weekly Podcast. This week of April 12th, 2021, Season 3, Episode 14. Charles in the garage with us. What's going on, man? Ain't nothing to it but to do it, Chris. That's, that's right. That's right. Uh, good good advice. Good words to mm-hmm. live by. Uh, lots of things to talk about this week, guys. Check it out. We got Rage Against the Machine announcing some 2022 tour dates. White Stripes announced their 20th anniversary edition of White Blood Cells, legendary album for them. Pretty cool edition. We'll talk about what's included in that. Dave Grohl setting some dates, or a single date, rather, for his upcoming autobiography, which is uh, pretty interesting. Violent Femmes announced the 40th anniversary edition of Add It Up. Pussifer Livestream and Maynard James Keenan's birthday is coming up this weekend, so don't miss out. Tom Morello and friends headline the Set Break Mental Health Awareness Fundraiser and Livestream. The latest development in the Soundgarden legal battle will fill you in, plus this week in music history trivia. This week's new releases, of course, check us all out at rocknewsweekly.com. Facebook, Instagram, at rocknewsweekly. Same thing with Twitter. Give us a like and a follow. Check out our uh, weekly uploads, uh, our weekly uh, one-minute previews uh, that are pretty cool uh, little videos that we put up. You guys can get filled in. Uh, New albums out this week. From Brockhampton, Cheap Tricks got a new one. What? In Another World is the name of that album. CFCF Flight, Matthew E. White and Lonnie Holly, Rihanna Giddens, Sakatis, and Small Black. Not really sure who the heck any of those people are. But yeah, I know, right? Cheap Trick, Brockhampton, and that's about it uh, that I that I know from that list. Uh, virtual shows this Friday. It's the Pussifer live stream. Yes. Make sure you guys are checking it out. The global streaming event this Saturday, 2 p.m. Pacific. Um, you know, you can figure out what time it is for you. Billy D in the Hall of Feathered Serpents featuring Money Shot in its entirety live for the first time. And I was watching the the little trailer for it. Man, it looks to be a crazy, crazy, a crazy show, guys. So don't miss out. Tickets available now. PussiferLive.com. You know, you know what, too? We can watch that together because we're all um, vaccinated. That's right. Uh, on Thursday, I'll have my second shot. Mm-hmm. So I'll be totally done. Uh, yes. And, and we'll be good to go there. Um, 21 Pilots releasing a new album. Big news for them this week, and they're going to announce their first ever global live stream event, which is coming up in May. Uh, new single and video is out. It's called Shy Away, uh, and they just released that on Wednesday, April 7th. The band announced their first ever global streaming event. It's called 21 Pilots Live Stream Experience, scheduled to broadcast Friday, May 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. 21pilots.com or excuse me live.21pilots.com so check it out variety of formats for that new album of course that new album from 21 pilots coming out or excuse me uh, it's launching April 9th the special edition box set pre-order well cool so if you do that then you'll get it early apparently so uh, there you go check that out scaled and icy is 21 pilots first studio album in three years and of course that LP trench which got all kinds of 
amazing Grammy awards. Yeah, yeah. And broke all kinds of records. A lot to live up to. Cool sounding. Uh, I like the album name. Scaled, oh, yeah. Scaled and Icy. That sounds pretty neat. What do you think of all that news for 21 Pilots? I like it. Um, so anybody, if you're not a 21 Pilots fan, that's, that's fine because it's kind of like... Um, they're kind of like one of those groups that they may are not one of be, those kind yeah. of groups, you know, may, may not be for you, everyone. You like them or you don't. All yeah, good. but like for me, I can like my I'm so musically eclectic. I can literally put on like Mastodon and then Twenty One Pilots right afterwards. Like <laughs> yeah, I can I can I can uh, change genres pretty quick and just as kind of like your they're not your run of the mill alternative rock band. Like if you listen to right. their album from from beginning to end, you're like, wow, these guys are pretty talented, and it's just them too. It's just, it is it's just the two of them. They're they're amazing. It reminds me of Royal Blood. Some of the, oh, yeah, the yeah. newer guys that you're just... It's not everybody's cup of tea. It's kind of a little maybe more electronic at times. Maybe, you know, whatever. More produced than, you know, a, a typical rock duo or something. But, man, their message, the way their their production value, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's top-notch. And I can see why they have tons of fans. So, I'm check excited. it out. Yeah, check it out, guys. Uh, tour news. Uh, public service announcement tour is what they're calling it, Charles. Yes. Rage Against the Machine with, with Run, Run the, Jewels. the Jewels. Yes. Check out these dates. This oh is my for God. next year, guys. 2022, unfortunately. Uh, because we I saw these dates. I'm like, oh, wait. Yeah, that's next year. Oakland. Uh, so, Oakland, we got April 26th and 28th at Oakland Arena here for us in California. And then I know they're going to do something in L.A., but I don't see Los Angeles on here. They're from L.A., yeah. so they got to be doing something big. Don't see anything on there. Wondering if there's going to be some kind of a major festival. I'm also wondering, because of those dates right there, look at that big gap between the beginning of April yep, and yep. the end of California. What do you think that means? I So I already I, I get it, man, because Nine Inch Nails has done the same thing. Um, some, other, some other kind of heavy bands. I think Rage has actually done this here before, so... A lot of, like, devoted Rage fans or, like, maybe even Rage and Run the Jewels fans. I'll bet you anything for those people in those group that that, that they have some sort of L.A. performance that's not offered for, like, the entire world. It's just for them. My money's on Coachella. You think so? Yeah, because look at that gap. Oh, yeah, that's it's, right. It's the, Coachella. Se- the, the first and second yep. week of April. You're right. There's a gap there. You're right. And they they were known to headline Coachella back in the day in the mid-2000s, and that was one yep. of the most legendary ones. They were supposed to headline Coachella two years ago, and for whatever reason, I think it fell through. Or was it last year? I think it was last year. I think it was last year. Yeah, and it fell through yeah. in 2020, so I think they're on the docket again for 2022. And Ooh. it looks like they got Coachella dates uh, lined up there. So that's still happening. Yeah. So, I mean, Coachella looks like it's back to normal in April. Yeah. They were one of the only ones this year that I've noticed that they didn't change their dates. They didn't try and do a 2021 event. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Coachella said, screw it. And I think they, they knew that Rage Against the Machine and some of the other ones were like, yeah, 2022 is going to be the year, right? Yeah. And so they went back to normal. Well, we, we yeah. We saw uh, Bonnaroo, Outside Lands change their dates this year. Oh, did they? Yeah. Already? That's right. Yeah, because uh, Outside Lands is during Halloween. Oh, yeah. And Bonnaroo's in September. Yeah, for and, sure. And that used to be in June, you know, and then, you know, obviously um, uh, Outside yeah. Lands was in September or August, actually. Yeah. And now they moved to Halloween weekend. Who? So 
who was it? Was it Tom Morello who said recently when he was like, no, we can't do these kind of COVID-friendly concerts because we got to have, like, no, everyone. No, it was Tim Comerford. Was it? Okay. Yeah, Tim Comerford, the bassist from Rage Against the Machine, uh, he got cornered in a parking lot or something, and somebody asked him, hey, is Rage going to do a live stream show or one of these, you yeah. know, COVID-friendly shows? He's like, fuck that. We're never going to do that. Rage, oh, yeah. Rage is all about interaction and packing the crowds, so we're never going to do that. So it, that that's all in line with what they're doing there because oh. it looks like they want to do full on major festival or major stadium major shows Man. in 2022. So that looks like it's on and it's happening. You know, that's um, a huge tour as well. Yeah, you know, audience uh, Chris over here actually got to interview Run the Jewels, and I'm super super jealous. <laughs> yeah. It was one of the highlights of uh, our career with the the garage and doing stuff at aftershock festival luckily danny wimmer presents and everybody i want to give a big shout out to them because they facilitated all of that and hopefully we're going to be able to do everything scot-free this year uh you know everything looks like it's going to according to plan uh, for aftershock as well i can't wait um and yes that was that was amazing dude those guys were just uh, unbelievably gracious and cool as well yeah yeah Uh, god so cool so uh, cool what a show that's going to be I know, right? Rage Against the Machine with Run, Run the, the Jewels, Jewels dude. Oh, and oh they, and they both put on such an epic performance. They got five nights there. Look at the yeah. end of the tour, dude, in Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah. Wow, and five back-to-back nights. Zach De La Rocha does That's three wild. songs with Run the Jewels where he comes yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. hard. Like, I wonder super if they, hard. they may do like a thing like uh, when they transfer into the set, like maybe at the end of Run the Jewels set zach de la rocha will come out for a song or two that'd yeah. be fucking badass. oh oh yeah that would be so dope yeah he's like he he zach de la rocha brings it and it's difficult to bring it with them with killer mike and lp like to yeah to kind of stand out oh, above yeah. them uh, almost yeah. in a way or on the, on the same level yeah but zach de la rocha you know he can do it <sighs> so that's gonna be cool guys rage fans don't worry it's happening next year that's nope. really cool uh, Sammy, though, Sammy in the circle rolling out some brand new dates coming up here in May next month. All right. They're already going to be in Florida. Uh, it looks like Key West, Orlando, and St. Augustine. He's doing his, like, kind of beach theme. It's kind of a like a beach getaway Oh yeah, is yeah. what he wants to do, and he's lining it up. He thinks it's going to line up with Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And most people are going to be ready to get out, and I think that kind of lines up with everything as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Memorial Day weekend, I think, is a safe bet that if you're vaccinated to go out and have a good time, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I uh, mean, everything's kind of opening back up now, which is really good news for everybody's hitting record lows. Yep. Hey, random random question about Sammy Hagar. Maybe you might be able to answer this, but yes. do you think that um, he's like in his late 50s, early 60s, 60s. now, right? Gotta be in his 60s. 60s. Do you think that now he's a little bit older, he can drive 55? Um, I don't know. Let's, let's ask... Hey, Sammy! <laughs> Hey, Sammy. Is he? Uh, oh, he's Charles, here today. Yeah, yeah, Charles. Charles oh. got a question for you, Sammy. He's here. Hey, Sammy. Can oh, you... hey, man. Yeah, yeah. It's Red Rocker, man. You know, yeah, I was drinking my, my Cabo Wabo oh. rum. Make sure you guys get some of that. Did it's just... at redrocker.com. Red... Oh, you what's, just what's popped up, Charles? nowhere, Sammy. Yeah, what's that's what's up, man? You got a question for me? I do. Can you drive 55 now? I know that you couldn't for quite some time, <laughs> but can you drive 55? Oh, man, yeah. Well, you know, I drive 55 all the time, man. I just did that just for shits and giggles, you know? I just... You know, I just one of those. It rhymes, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's rhyme time. Yeah. I had an episode of Sammy's Countdown the other day. It's called Rhyme Time. <laughs> you know what? It's all songs that it's just rhyming, and I like nice. doing stuff like that. Woo! Nice, nice. I love it. Wow, I love Sammy, it, Sammy. Thanks. Okay. Oh he's look, he's fucking here. gone. What? Yeah, what just he, happened? I don't know. He just took off Dude, on just... a little 
like a little boat there, a little ferry that kind of took him off. Uh, he's going down the the river in his Cabo Wabo. You know, know, did you notice? I don't know. This is so weird that he just ran into the to the garage right now and yeah, popped, in, just popped in the studio. Yeah. But what's really weird is that he had. Did you see his belt? His belt. It no, had I like didn't, he had like sixteen Coronas, just oh, wow. full Coronas, but all with the tops off. <laughs> that just like almost like a band, like a a, a bandero. The, like, yeah, man, he's, he's he's one of those guys. That was, that was so weird too, because he ran in here. He like frolicked, if you will, and it didn't seem like he spilled a drop <laughs> of Corona. No, that's so crazy. Impressive. Anyway, well, thanks, Sammy. Bye. Well, he's gone now, so. <laughs> There you go. Uh, check cool this dude. out. This is a, a pretty cool weekend. Uh, or uh, It happened this past weekend, but I wanted to give a shout-out to it. It was called Set Break. It was a live stream event to support the mental health awareness cool. in the music industry with Alanis Morissette, Bob Weir, and Wolf Brothers, Dawes, yeah. Leon Bridges. Black um, Pumas. Yeah, Galactic, Old Dominion, Wyclef Jean, uh, Michael Franti, Los Lobos. Nice. They all did a, a live stream performance this past Saturday. With uh, it was all to uh, benefit the mental health awareness. Uh, excuse me, the mental health alliance that's uh, connected to musicians and stuff right now. That okay. apparently a lot of the guys that work on the sets and work behind the scenes, and I guess just musicians in general are feeling just pretty depressed. You know, after yeah. all this stuff. Oh they yeah, haven't, they haven't been able to do what they normally do, and so this is to benefit them and to kind of uh, you know, you know, give them some support. Uh, Tom Morello was one of the ones that are head- saw that. Yeah, Tom Morello's headlining it as well. It's to- it was totally free. It was on Twitch, I believe. It's on demand, guys. If you go to the Relics channel on Twitch, I think it's still on demand. Don't cool. hold me to it, but you guys may be able to check out at least maybe some clips from the weekend's thing. And here's the thing: it benefits. It's a company called Backline, which benefits Crew Nation, which is also Live Nation's global relief fund for live music crews. So it's, it provides financial assistance to music industry workers seeking therapy and other forms of mental health care who may otherwise be struggling to make ends meet. We have a lot of depression out there. It is. You know, and so anything ripped away that, from me. you know, they can like raise money for that kind of stuff, yeah. I think is great, right? Um, so let's move on to some other rock news this week. Checked out this deluxe edition here, Charles. Okay. What are you seeing? Describe it for the, for the listeners. I see... Um, it looks so it's white white blood cells xx the white stripes white blood cells xx is that like a young jack that's over there it is there's jack white over there this is from believe very it or not, young 20 years ago wow came out in 2001 this album from the white white stripes it was called white blood cells it was one of their big big albums right it's getting its 20th anniversary edition on april 30th you can pre-order it on uh, third man records website uh, it's vault number 48. <clears throat> you get a red LP, a white LP, and here's the cool shit, a DVD, which includes Dope. an hour-long DVD behind-the-scenes footage of the white, uh, white blood cells recording process. Oh, okay. Which is inside the studio, how Jack White was doing stuff, recording the, the album, which I'm pretty interested to check out, and a 12 by 12 fully color full-color booklet containing nice. rare posters, flyers, unseen photos, and more. And, of course, you get the LP and some pretty cool stuff. Too. God, he looks like a baby in that picture. That's he does. crazy. Doesn't he look so young? Yeah, look he at does. Him. Yeah. He looks like he's in fucking high school. He does. <laughs> That's crazy. He probably was. I mean, oh, he yeah. could have been like 18, 19. Who knows? Right around that time. Um, all right. And also another uh, – this is double the uh, amount of years, though. The 40th anniversary edition of nice. the Violent Femmes legendary album, Add It Up, uh, which came out in 1981. It was a long out-of-print 
vinyl reissue. Been out of print for a long time. Collectors yeah. have been adding it up, so to speak, themselves because there hasn't been another vinyl equivalent of this album for quite some time. Wow. So this is pretty amazing. It's called Added Up 1981 to 1993, a huge collection in stores May 21st, available digitally in platforms. You can, uh, you know, order it now. You get a bonus track, 23-track compilation. Uh, in addition to the standard two black LPs, It'll be a special blister red marble edition exclusively nice. via the Violent Femmes and Craft Recordings web stores on their websites. And uh, Urban Outfitters are getting their own pressing as well. You can get a special, I believe, aqua pressing. Oh, no. Excuse me. Uh, indie retailers will get an aqua pressing and Urban Outfitters will get a violet variant. Oh, awesome. So they have a couple different ways you can go there to support your local record store or, uh, you know, the websites. Yeah, I love Violent Femmes. I mean, some of our younger audience probably wouldn't remember Blister in the Sun, but that's like where they're big kind of, they're big, 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 big hit. Definitely. And uh, it's such a catch, it's such a damn catchy song. It's like, you know, when I'm a walking, I strut my stuff. And, I, and when right. I'm, yeah, and I'm so strung out. That's I think right. That's yeah. Just look, look it up, young younger audience. Do we have younger audience? <laughs> yes, I don't even we know do. if we have a younger we audience. We do, we do. Believe it or not, I think uh, on some of my statistics, I was looking. We have um, 18 to I think 25 is one of our bigger ones. And oh, okay. Honestly, our biggest demo is the older crowd, like the uh, above 50. Oh, yeah, I can see that. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with rock, you know, I think a lot of people like to be informed because you don't hear too much rock news these days i yeah. guess just with everything going on in the pop world right yeah so anyway bring let's, it to you. let's get to some more uh, releases paramore is going to release a silver vinyl okay. edition of riot this is pretty cool because it's fueled by ramen's 25th anniversary a great small kind of record company uh that i remember i got an ep from jimmy world way back in 1997 get this when i bought it in hot topic i bought the cd at hot topic right wow. jimmy Eat world cd and it came with a free, uh, it was a 70, 78 RPM Jimmy World exclusive EP. Wow. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. And it inspired me to get my dad's record player out to listen to it. Nice. Because it was a new band that I, that I liked and I wanted to listen to the record, which had a couple exclusive tracks on it that were only on that record, you know? Dope. And you can only get it through Hot Topic because it was paired with the album when you bought it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you got that as a bonus. And I couldn't believe that. I thought that was the coolest thing. That's awesome. And the record company was Fueled by Ramen, and it was one of their first releases. And I'm like, holy shit, that lines up with this date because that must have been right around 96, 97. Right. 25th anniversary in 2021. It's right around that time. So uh, pretty neat that they're going through their back catalog of a lot of bands. Maybe Jimmy Eat World will get something here. I don't know. Yeah. But Paramore is, Panic at the Disco, and some other uh, artists way back then are getting very special 25th anniversary editions. Nice. So check I, it out. Fueled by Ramen's website for more info on I, that. I can say about 25 years ago I was thoroughly fueled by Ramen. <laughs> right? I think, I think that's that would be pretty, yeah, that'd be pretty accurate. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, check it out. Radiohead announced a new series featuring archive concert footage. Uh, it's part of their thing that they're doing. They open their own library, basically. It's called like the Radiohead Public Library, where you can like get a, a public library card from Radiohead's website oh, cool. and access all kinds of archives. And it's on their YouTube channel now on Fridays, 8 p.m. for the next seven weeks, uh, starting this past Friday, April 9th. 
you're able to access it. The first of new episodes will be an in-store performance that was turned into a club show from London, January 16th, 2008. Love so it. check it out uh, on uh, Radiohead's YouTube for more info. Big fan. Here's the artwork. Check it out. Dave Grohl, the storyteller. It looks like Dave Grohl's standing there, uh, you know... Uh, looking off into the distance, looking in, <laughs> in a look. gray background in a pea coat, thinking about the third album he's going to release this week. <laughs> right, <laughs> Tales of Life and Music. It's called Dave Grohl, the Storyteller. Uh, it, it all basically started out of his Dave Grohl's Dave Dave's True Stories Instagram account. Okay, so if you follow at Dave's True Stories on Instagram, he like he was posting all these like kind of stories throughout his life you know back back then and so he got such a good response he decided to basically turn it into a book nice uh so yeah and it's got all kinds of stories about nirvana foo fighters david bowie joan jett iggy pop paul mccartney playing drums with tom petty on saturday night live performing at the white house all kinds of cool stuff yeah he's had quite a life so far oh god yeah and yeah so i think this is a, a cool thing for him to do explore so and check. he's and he's played with like everyone i know since he doesn't he eat, seems like sleep genu- or drink i know he seems like a genuinely good guy too yeah so good for him check that out uh ozzy inducted into the wwe hall of fame charles what? yes did you know that ozzy actually appeared way back in w or excuse me wrestlemania 2 in the 80s where he and captain lou albano managed the british bulldog Wow! WWF Tag Team Championship win over Brutus Beefcake and Greg Valentine. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. He also performed live on the WWE May 2007 SmackDown and later served as a guest host for Raw in 2009. Nice. So he was uh, inducted virtually. The event aired on the Peacock Network, which was pre-taped. Uh, and so there you go. Ozzy All right. In the you mean WWE. NBC? Yeah. Well, I guess it's only through the app now. It's called Peacock. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like there's an exclusive streaming app. Oh, wow. That they make you charge for this kind of stuff now. Yeah. Yeah, right. All right. Check out this weird uh, and cool but kind of creepy feature for Spotify. Do you use Spotify? I don't. I use uh, Amazon Music, but I've got nothing against Spotify because they're one of our biggest um, contributors. Yeah. And so, I mean, so how much money do they give us? A month. Yeah, yeah. They're basically kind of following in Google and Apple's steps here. Dope. They're kind of copying a little bit. They're doing this Hey Spotify feature now. Oh. And they're hey. rolling it out to some users on Android. If you're someone who has access, you'll get notification. You'll be prompted to give Spotify uh, permission to record audio on your device. After you do that, you'll be able to launch Spotify with phrases such as Hey Spotify, play the Beatles. Oh, okay. The feature apparently can be turned off and on. You can also choose the voice Spotify will use to speak back to you in the app settings. Wait, you but, could do that with Alexa, too. I know. That's what yeah. I mean. It's like they're basically just... Kinda, it's the same. They're copying that shit. <laughs> I don't see it's how the they same. can kind of get away with that, right? Don't yeah. they have patents for these kind of things? I, I, no, I think it's it's after, like, it, it doesn't take too long for everybody and their mom to have the yeah, same I technology. Yeah, that's true. We, we actually have an Alexa in every room of our house, and we, we've, we've got a four-bedroom house, so we've got... And Alexa in every single room. We even yep. got like the cool video one and, and downstairs. Yeah, and that thing's cool. It's, yeah, it's pretty dope. Like I'll be upstairs and I'll be like, "Hey Alexa, like you know, play like the best of Tool." Yeah. And then they'll play just John start Coltrane. rocking it. Yeah. And then I'll go downstairs and in the same breath I'll say, "Hey, play the best of Britney Spears." And then I'll go up <laughs> to the you it's know pretty to another cool. room and it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'll say, "Play play the sa- the sound of me and other people fighting and." <laughs> 
play the sounds of cats crying. Play the sounds of a coke-fueled <laughs> David Crosby sitting on the toilet. It does whatever I want. Alexa, play the loop of a toilet flushing yeah. for five hours. Will you do that for us, Spotify? No. Alexa, no. do you love me? Ale- yeah, Alexa. I'll say Alexa. Are we talk. friends? Yeah, I'll say talk dirty to me, Alexa. She's like, sure, I can do that. Did you know that dirt weighs 500 yeah. per cubic foot? That's it. That's it. Is that talking dirty for you. And you know what's funny about Alexa, too? And hopefully Spotify's. hopefully they're like this, too. But Alexa will get actually pretty catty with you. Oh, yeah. And she'll say it in, like, this this really kind of definitive tone where she's like, like I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. I can't do that. Why would you ask me? <laughs> that's horrible. You yeah. You're pathetic. Like, that's sort of, like, that sort of tone that she has. Uh, Spotify is probably going like to be like. dominatrix type yeah. of Alexa. Spotify is going to be like You're Sammy worthless. Hagar. Like, hey, hey, Spotify, can you play me um, the best of uh, of Sammy Hagar? Sure, man. Like, yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. There you go. Gobble, wobble, tequila. Yeah, exactly. Woo. All right. Woo-hoo. All right, last rock news of the, of the week here, and it's always a bummer. Oh, yeah, and there's one more funny little uh, story, uh, but... Dude, it's every week now. Yeah, every week. So Vicky Cornell's coming back. Soundgarden uh, last week basically said that they were locked out of the social media accounts, right? Yeah. Uh, the judge uh, basically, it's in the courts right now, and Vicky Cornell has claimed that Soundgarden want to maliciously defame her, adding they want to harass her children, which is something interesting that I'm huh? like, what are you talking about here? So here's the deal. These court papers, we talked about last week, band members saying they were locked out of the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, right? They accused her of changing the passwords to the band's website, which is a dick move. Yeah. Didn't even tell them, just changed the passwords. Yeah, yeah. So, here's the thing. They say in the latest lawsuit is an attempt to defame Vicky and harass her children. He said, quote... Miss Cornell's forthcoming motion will expose the truth about Soundgarden's supposed social media accounts. Miss Cornell created the social media accounts, grew the accounts by allowing them to trade on Chris's then existing popular accounts, devoted her personal time and money in growing, growing these accounts, absolutely no interest in social media until it was uh, to promote their solo projects. Soundgarden solely wants to wants the social media accounts in order to maliciously defame Mrs. Cornell, provoke her online stalkers, as Matt Cameron has done continuously, and to instigate third parties to harass Miss Cornell and her minor children. Oh, man. Moreover, they now claim a sense of urgency. Soundgarden's claims are a stable, or excuse me, a stale repacking of claims, blah, blah, blah. Wow. At least they're not um, harassing her major children. That's (laughs) her minor children. (laughs) I know, They're just a minor threat. That's crazy, dude. So we'll have to see, man, uh, what what happens. We, oh, well, I'm sure we'll have something next week for you guys. Crazy. On the Soundgarden saga. <laughs> What's going on with his mustache? All right, yeah, that is a creepy-ass mustache. It looks yeah. like a bad um, kind of uh, the pirate guy. Oh, yeah. Those uh, guys pirate not... Jack Sparrow. They... <laughs> kind of looks like him there, doesn't he? God, like, come pirate on, Pirate Jack guys. Sparrow had a nice yeah. hairdo, went to the salon and got a guitar. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's Joe Perry. Yep, and they accidentally shaved <laughs> the entire middle. All right, check it out. So did you know that the album or the song Dude Looks Like a Lady from Aerosmith is about Vince Neil from Motley Crue? Oh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. So like, yeah, they confirmed this. This has long been a rumor um, and kind of an urban legend of the song. So famed songwriter Desmond Child, who is the uh, uh, writer co-writer of this track i believe he wrote 
uh, revealed in this collaboration with Aerosmith on the 1987 classic Dude Looks Like a Lady. It was inspired, in fact, by Motley Crue's Vince Neil. Desmond Child, who's now renowned for his work with Kiss Bon Jovi, he spoke to Celebrity Access, recalled how the song came to be. He said, quote, It was Steven Tyler who came up with the title, Dude Looks Like a Lady, but he had turned it into Cruisin' for the Ladies because they thought that Dude Looks Like a Lady would be offensive to the gay community. Oh, yeah. I, sa- I said, I'm gay. It's not offensive. It's great. And I convinced them to go down that path. Okay. And it was so, a hit. Yeah. Yeah. And he went on to say, quote, we basically told the story that he had told me. He had gone into a club, saw this gorgeous creature at the end of the bar with teased up platinum mullet and black nails, porcelain skin and jewelry with a curvy waist. Then the creature turns around and it's Vince Neil of Motley Crue. Oh, my God. Then they were like, my God, that dude looks like a lady. Yeah. And they made a song about it. And, and they yeah, made a song about go. it. There we go. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, Desmond geez. Child uh, confirming that. Pretty cool. Um, all right. This week, rock birthdays, guys. Lots of them, actually. Some uh, kind of major ones here. Uh, as my thing loads here, what do we got? Mike McCready, lead guitarist from Pearl Jam, turning 55. Yeah. Warren Haynes from Allman Brothers Band, Government Mule, turning 61. Steve Howe, the legendary guitarist from Yes. Dude, that guy looks like Gollum from The Lord of the Rings. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Google Steve Howe. A picture of Steve Howe right now, and Steve Howe. you will see that he looks like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. He is 74. I don't know how he is not 94, judging from his uh, the way he looks. Izzy Stradlin, the guitarist from Guns oh, he Roses, does. 59. Oh, yeah. Glenn Burtnick, former bassist from Styx, 66. Ezra Koning, the lead singer of Vampire Weekend, 37. Gene Parsons from The Birds, 77 this week oh wow all right check it out this is an interesting bit of trivia here for you guys on this week in music history trivia on this week in 1980 charles this band plays their very first gig ever it takes place at a friend's birthday party in an old church in athens georgia Ooh, was it a the talking heads b metallica or c r e m oh man their very first gig ever all right, audience. What do you think? Help me out with this one. Let me let me hear you. 1980. This band plays their very first gig. All right, 1980. So that definitely can't be Metallica. Okay. The, 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 key, the, the clue here that I will give you guys that you need to be aware of is the location. Okay. The I take. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In an old church in Athens, Georgia. So it's not Metallica. I know it's not Metallica. Um,. And I don't think it's the Talking Heads. And no matter what, it's very difficult for me to somehow or another filter in a coke fueled David Crosby in here. Although, like, as much as I want to, like, I... I, I think that was the friend, the birthday party. It, I think it was a birthday party for oh, coke-fueled David right. Crosby. Yeah, it was they a, were the band that was playing. There. It was a birthday because... Oh, that's right. All right. So, so it, yeah, it, that's... It, that's, it wasn't so actually you know, his you birthday. You know this story. Yeah, it wasn't actually his birthday. So this is kind of crazy. A lot of people don't know this about David Crosby, but like every single day, David Crosby gets this huge, this just massive table. It's like 20 feet long. And he just piles up a bunch of random creatures like mice and shit. And like a, they have like all these tea sets all the way across. And he just throws on this giant hat and has like an unbirthday celebration where like he invites over this girl. But don't worry about it. She's a minor. So <laughs> so she just comes in. A and they, minor child. Yeah. And so not this a major was, child. This was, not a major child. Yeah. She's just a minor threat. Right. 
Um, so, <laughs> it, it, like, basically, this was one of those occasions where he had one of these birthday parties and one of these bands played for the first time. It's not Metallica. I know that because they, they were playing gigs before 1980. Um, it, it's possible that it's the Talking Heads. I don't think it's R.E.M. because I think R.E.M. was also playing before 1980. So I'm going to go with them. I'm actually going to go with the Talking Heads. Talking Heads? Yeah, I'm going to go with Talking Heads. It's actually C-R-E-M. No way. It's R-E-M? I R-E-M? Thought R-E-M? Oh, I thought they They're were playing before Athens, this. They're from Athens, Georgia. R-E-M are from Georgia. Okay. And yeah, it was R-E-M that played their very first gig ever. Talking Heads had an album, Talking Heads 77. Yeah. They, they've been around since the late 70s. And then, yeah, you were right. Metallica has played some gigs before this time as well. Yeah. But I tried to pick two bands that were right around that era. It's kind of tough to come up with some ones that. You, uh, you know what? Then 1980, I guess, also was the was the year that Michael Stripe started. <laughs> that he was diagnosed with his whatever mystery disease he has that he's maintained. Terrible baldness. Like 40 years. Michael Stipe. <laughs> Michael Stipe, I called him Michael Stripe. Michael Stipe, he actually, it seems like he has some sort of mystery disease that's just been plaguing him for all these years. Who knows? If you ever look at him, like in all of his videos, you're like, this guy's sickly. I think this that movie Powder was based on Michael it, Stipe. It might be. When you see him, you're like, oh, dude, this, like in 1992, if I looked at Michael Stipe, I'd be like, this guy's not going to last another <laughs> six months. <laughs> and like seven years later, I see him, and I'm like, oh, my still, God. Yeah, this guy's not going to last yeah, another six months. He's still around. That's what I said about Keith Richards growing up. Yeah. I remember seeing him in the 90s. He looked like literally a, like a hobo pirate. Yeah. A hobo coked out pirate. Oh, yeah, yeah, and for he's, sure. He's lived for 40 years. Yeah. Since that time. It That's nuts. Hobo coked out piracy. As many times as, as <laughs> David Crosby has like basically inhaled like 16 that pounds too. of cocaine. He's probably then, inhaled my body weight. Oh, yeah. Cocaine. And he's still here. And he's still here. And, and he's plump. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't look like a diseased Michael Stipe. Like, it's I'm, wild. It's crazy. And he's just as feisty as ever on social media, too. If you want a good, funny, like, uh, funny follow, like, it's like your grandpa, like, yeah. uh, venting at the world, give David Crosby a follow on social media because it's nothing but old man. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, oh, this fucking girl. She didn't know how to play guitar. Yeah. Oh, what, what's really? She doing? Yeah. Stuff like that. You know, um, it's kind of crazy, dude. He's he lets his he it's unfiltered craziness. Really? Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, on rants. some random some a random fact for you guys before we go on to the next question um, is that uh, uh, Michael Stipe and William, a.k.a. Billy Corrigan, um, they're actually they've actually both lived for about 400 years and about 100 years ago. Um, they both came together and miraculously birthed Steve Howe. <laughs> I know. That's why kind of, he looked the way that he That does. was actually a, an alien s- seance that yeah. Howe was part of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was all part of a seance for Waganathon. And, um, yeah, look up Waganathon. Look it up. It's great. It's, it's a, it's a it great up. read. Look it up. Um, all right, so let's move on to the next question here, huh? This Week of Music History Trivia 1994. This is a not-so-fun uh, fun fact here, but uh, this was a very significant moment in rock and roll history. This week in 1994, Kurt Cobain's body was found in his Seattle home. Mm. He is believed to have died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound three days earlier. What type of profession below found Cobain's body first? Ooh. Was it A, a plumber, B, an electrician, or C, a police officer? C, 
See, this 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 one's difficult, Chris, because in the, these two ones, I have it's very hard for me to filter in a coked out David Crosby, and because this one's <laughs> a little sad, right? So I guess okay, so I'm gonna be serious, I guess, on this one. So 1994. Well, right, coked guys, out David Crosby could have made the phone call. He may have. It's like have randomly pops into rock stars, and they could have just, just been hanging in. out. Yeah, he's essentially like the. You know, he's like the, the the cat in like Stephen King's. Maybe kind of he life. was like, you know, he heard that album and he's like, I'm just yeah. gonna sit out here in front of Kurt's house until yeah he, com- he comes downstairs. Yeah. and you know, the night man cometh. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> you gotta you gotta push a coke filled David Crosby out. Uh, okay, with um the day man, right? The day uh, man, the yes. champion of the champion of the sun. That's right, fight the uh, champion yep. of the sun. Absolutely. So, okay, so, all right, audience, 1994, Kurt Cobain's body is found in the Seattle home. I'm just repeating everything Chris said, but I really want to, like, dig deep in this one. He's believed to have died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound, a shotgun, uh, right? Yeah. days earlier. What t- Oh, that would have, must have been gruesome to walk into. That must have been horrible. It horrible. was probably very uh, traumatizing. Yeah. What type of profession below found? Uh, so, I think it's a plumber. I can't a remember. Plumber? I can't remember specifically, but I think it's a plumber. You're close. It was an electrician. Oh, he was sent to guy. install a burglar alarm. A little too late there. Yeah, uh, he is believed to have died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound three days earlier. Of course, the song that had just came out on his latest album had the track "I Swear That I Don't Have a Gun." Kind oh, of people yeah. started looking deeply into that stuff, and then yeah. they're like, "Oh, he didn't do it." He was set up. Who knows? And then we, you know, hear all these conspiracies that Courtney Love, yeah, you know, and all this stuff. And and still to this day, we don't know. And kind of, and it's really kind of annoying. These kind of things that happen like that yeah. to me, it's like, well, you know, Elliot. You, you I remember? Know. I, I don't know. You probably did. You used to listen to Elliot Smith, but that oh, yeah. guy, that guy went out like a gangster. I mean, he he was at the pinnacle of his career. Just had one academy Yeah, didn't he stab his heart or something like crazy? He literally shoved a dagger into his heart. Yeah. How emo. And he was like the godfather of emo. Like, how emo is that to to shove a dagger into your heart? Yeah, it's pretty horrible. Yep. Yeah. I know. I remember that. Oh, my God. Yep. News. News. Oh, you know what? We didn't mention mention that uh, DMX. We didn't mention DMX. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. DMX. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. There's a lot of uh, conspiracy theories going on saying that he, what, that he didn't actually die and that he's still life support. A lot of people are. What are they saying? Saying a lot of people are saying that um, that he's he's still alive and he's on life support and a bunch of people released like a false statement. But ultimately, like it's it's pretty true. Like a lot of people, I guess, that have known him have said that that he did die on um, Friday. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, and he was he, yeah died of an, a drug overdose. But we don't know what kind of drug overdose it was. If it's fentanyl, oh my god. It's, it's brutal, right? How many people have died from fentanyl? I'm guessing it's something like that, or it's something I was reading that in his past he was addicted to crack cocaine. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so I could see that he gave him a, a heart attack. Yeah, you could uh, see that. If he fucking, he was all amped up and he did some bad crack or like coke or he's freebasing coke. Yeah. You know, something like that. Somebody his age can't be doing that kind of shit oh, because no. it'll give you a heart attack. Yeah, all those years of doing that, he was 50. I mean, no spring, no bring chicken right so and it really messes up your heart and all kinds of stuff when you do those types of drugs yeah it's unfortunate 
Uh, some very fortunate news, though. The weekend, uh, the recording artist, The Weekend, is donating a million dollars to Ethiopia relief efforts. Okay. This All is right. really neat. Uh, uh, amid the conflict that's going on in the region that began last November, the fighting has resulted in thousands of people being killed and exodus of more than 50,000 ref- refugees into Sudan. Ooh. The Weekend additionally posted a link to World Food Pro- Program USA where others can donate as well. So All right. Good on him, right? Big time. Um Meanwhile, the rest of us were dealing with uh, first world problems like a ketchup shortage. Yeah, I heard of that. Heinz specifically. <laughs> yeah, is, uh, so yeah. check this up. Ke- prices for ketchup have gone up 13%. What the hell is going on? That's just since January of this yeah. year, or last year, excuse me. Uh, apparently, uh, the CDC guidelines av- are, are advising restaurants to avoid using or sharing items such as menus, condiments, any other food containers spread the uh, virus, right? So. America's most popular ketchup, Heinz, says it can't keep up with orders for its ketchup packets. Yeah. To deal, restaurants have reportedly scrambled to find alternatives. Also, with more cooking at home during the pandemic, retail is up huge. Um, Ketchup is just the latest product facing supply chain issues. Early shortages were flour, aluminum cans, even pepperoni, some weird shit. People are just kind of like... I guess using a lot, stockpiling. Maybe it doesn't have a huge supply to begin with, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, you know what? I like. I think I think this is really interesting, but I can't really talk a whole lot of shit because I use ketchup all the time. So yeah. I, I just I don't specifically. <laughs> it's one of those condiments, pine, right? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You almost you just can't kind of live without it. Although I do agree that you know putting ketchup on your steak is like a travesty, but you know ketchup goes on. Oh yeah. A plenty of other things in our in our house. Check but this Heinz, out. You know Heinz is. Heinz, Heinz is coming up with something clever here. It's called. Cravy, 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 Charles. That doesn't sound good at all. It's it's cranberry gravy. Oh, it's cranberry gravy. Cravy. Okay. No, that's crazy. They've joined forces with Ocean Spray, who d- supplies the cranberries. Yeah. And Heinz has the gravy, so they've joined forces to form Cravy. You know, it's it's, it's <laughs> this is so weird. This is so weird. But I've I've never been a fan of Ocean Spray either. And although you know, I'm sorry, Ocean Spray. I know you're you're one of our contributors. But um, but <laughs> right. like I know, but um, but ocean spray for me sounds oddly nasty. You know, it, yeah, it yeah, sounds, oh yeah. The 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 term the, ocean the spray, ocean spray, just sounds <laughs> nasty. I, like I just don't, I just don't like it. It doesn't sound know? like a refreshing drink, does it? Doesn't. It? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like a refreshing like, drink. Ugh. Like you know, I could just a good point. Some like some greasy beach dude you know it's like hey you want some of my ocean spray bro like, no <laughs> no uh guys all right bad news for facebook users apparently the private information of half a billion facebook users including the company founder mark zuckerberg oh. has been posted online for free use uh by hackers okay the information includes everything in a user's profile phone number birth date location and email address oh. spokesperson told cnn data breach was caused by a problem that was apparently fixed in 2019 but apparently not fixed because no. uh so that's all out there so be aware folks at least we're all screwed yeah hey right uh super mario hit the jackpot so here's the deal an unopened copy of super mario brothers from 1986 just sold at auction for six hundred and sixty thousand dollars. wow the video game was reportedly bought as a christmas gift it was tucked away in a desk drawer and forgotten the Heritage Auctions of Dallas said it was the finest copy of Mario Brothers ever professionally nice. graded for auction. A brand new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, of course, is just fifty nine ninety nine. But <laughs> yeah, for the collectors out there, this is one of those holy grails that it's like, holy shit! How do we find one of these like mint condition 
uh, original games like this. Yeah. Oh, and if somebody just, just put it in a, a, a drawer, they bought it, forgot it. Yeah. Put it in a drawer. They opened the drawer uh, 30 years, 40 years later, and oh, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, hey, this is worth uh, a half a million dollars. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Do you think you got stuff like that lying around uh, somewhere? I don't have anything that would be worth a half a million dollars. Like that dollars, you're like, but... oh, I bought this in, in the 80s or the 90s. Yeah. And, forgot about it and i've got stuff like that i, I recently um Man. i recently found an original like like an actual original furby um, oh yeah yeah they, when they when furbies got real popular my mom um she actually bought uh, a bunch of they went on like sale the very first model too the first model they went on wow. sale and my mom bought one for like all of the kids and, and by that time i was already like maybe 1920 and when she gave right. it to me she's like listen I know you don't like this shit, but like you, you can just kind of hold on to it and it may be worth some money someday. Well, you know, it's not like it is worth a whole lot of money, but I looked it up online and like it's still in the package and everything. It's worth like eight hundred bucks. <laughs> wow. Is, yeah, which is pretty dope. That's know, pretty amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like a cabbage patch doll or something. Yeah. Like absolutely. you never know, you know? Yep. Uh all right. Last one to finish up the episode this week, guys. <laughs> There's a new hotline now for if you're having a bad trip. You can call it. It's in San Francisco. It's called the. It's based on the Fireside Project, which is launching a psychedelic peer support hotline. Okay. Uh, you could call six two three four seven three seven four three three. It's Ooh. intended to be a resource for those in the middle of a psychedelic experience, or someone in the company of an individual ex- experiencing one, or anyone eager to process a past psychedelic experience. Oh, okay. So no matter is, when it happened, this is about fifty percent of our audience. So <laughs> I know. We're, remember this number, folks. Six yeah. Six two three four seven three seven four three three. If you're having a bad trip, call that number and talk to them about your crazy yeah. vision. And we swear that go <laughs> feel David Crosby won't answer the phone. <laughs> he might be one of their main dudes. There, he could probably guide you through it. <laughs> he lit- he came it's up. Like with I've this. done this a million yeah. times, guys. He's like, you're you know gonna what? be fine. Oh my god man check it out dude so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna set up this hotline and i just want like to fucking trip out on what people are tripping out on so you're gonna call this number and i'm gonna be like oh my god this is awesome crazy all right guys that's it for us this week on the rock news weekly podcast check us out of course rocknewsweekly.com give us a like and a follow facebook instagram twitter at rock news weekly and we will see you guys next week have a good one peace peace